The Doom Scroller with Andy and Anna. It's been a while. It has because you've been away. You you ditched me for <coughs> that was me burping a road trip. <laughs> that was. <laughs> What a pleasant way to greet our (laughs) listeners again. Just me belching down the mic. It's a a chicken burp. I've had the road trip from hell. Quick summary was that last time I spoke to you, I was meant to be going in a camper van around Wales and various other places. A day before we left, the camper van cancelled, so we had to frantically rebook, which involved a hire car in two Airbnbs in Devon and Cornwall. And then after a couple of lovely days at like the weirdest Airbnb as well, though, the first two days in Cornwall were spent on an eco farm. So in a caravan, no electricity or anything. So how do you function? It's a hippie commune thing. We (sighs) had to poop it in a hole in the outdoors and there was an outdoor shower, literally not like a normal shower in in amongst trees, a shower. That was (sighs) our shower. And we were only there for like three days. So it was it was we had a. (laughs) <laughs> we had a bonfire outside our little like Romanian caravan that we could um, cook over or in the case of us drink wine and dance to bad trance music around in the night and probably annoy all the other eco farmers who probably don't like the idea of music being played electronically I, I, in the middle I, of the night. We should have bought our ukulele and, and long it. hair and nudity. <gasps> but I sense these eco farmers are probably annoyed most of the time anyway. <laughs> Sorry, my friend had her unicorn onesie on. <laughs> yeah, no, they they were actually lovely. And the best thing was for me was that there were ducklings and ducks and chickens all around. So, <gasps> and, and sheep and cats and dogs. So that was lovely. But I did manage to electrocute myself on the electric fence around the ducklings because I was just too into the ducklings. Like, they don't electrocute themselves. They're smart enough not to. But I managed to electrocute myself. So that was the first time I've done that. I think one of the chickens electrocuted themselves because I think I just ate it. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get around at the eco farm. They don't kill the chickens. They just let them kill themselves. Um, so that all went well. Then we drove off um, to go to Devon. And we were, like, we'd had quite a busy few days. And the car just started pumping out fumes um, and stunk and wouldn't go into gear. So we had to pull over to the side of this quite dangerous motorway. Um and while we were there, we were trying to phone the hire car company, <laughs> couldn't get through to them. So we phoned the RAC who said the car coverage had run out. So we were like stranded there by the side of this quite dangerous motorway in Devon for three hours trying to sort that out. And then when we finally did get through to the hire car company, apparently they have no breakdown cover. So that was the end of our holiday. We just Stressful. got train home because we were out in the middle of nowhere with no car. Um, and as far as I know, the hire car is still on a side road in Devon because they haven't picked it up. <sighs> so... Yeah, good times. Best relaxing non-COVID staycation ever. To me, and I don't want to be judgmental, it sounds like you destroyed a lovely family firm-owned hire car, ditched it at the side of the road, set it alight, and then on your way back, electrocuted ducks and chickens. (laughs) And then danced around a campfire in our unicorn onesies. Obviously. playing satanic music from our phones oh and then i destroyed my phone by dropping it in a hot tub so I've that's got a new karma one. um i didn't even actually drop it in yeah well no that was the point where we were like do you know what this is the end isn't it like this holiday doesn't want to happen <laughs> so let's just call it a day and get the covid train back to london 
Um, Devon don't seem to really get the whole COVID thing too much either. COVID like they, they're kind of like, well, I don't know anyone who's had it, so it's probably not around. And it's like, okay, <laughs> see how that works out for you. Um, so that's me. That's what I've been up to. What about you? Well, that was quite a uh, that was quite a journey down. I was going to say memory lane, but that car was going nowhere. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's journey down COVID. Well, I actually have. <laughs> Both a, a pickle tickler and a gear grinder. So my pickle tickler oh. has been that all of yesterday and today, I've been wa- uh, not watching, that sounds really pervy, I've been listening to Bewitched's <laughs> first album, which came out about 22, three years ago. Oh, it's more than and, that. Oh my yeah. Lord, I'd forgotten how good it was. Well I don't know why I got onto it, because um, I, I bought it at the time, but it's, it's not on my iTunes or anything. I literally searched for it on Apple Music and plug and i was just like i remembered every song mm. from this so i've been bopping into that, that. apparently it came out in 1998 so, 20, so I, I will have been so. i'll have been four at the time and um i was listening to that as well as um cleopatra's <laughs> first album do you remember cleopatra coming at you oh yeah well they coming were at coming at me right through my headphones so i that's tickled my pickle Amazing. well and truly um and what has ground my gears? Well, it's kind of tickled my pickle, but it's also ground my gears a little bit. So America has um, their own version of Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, I know where we're going with this. Dancing it does, with the stars. Dancing with the Stars. It's kind of got the same judges as well as Strictly. It's kind of weird, but it's... Oh, uh, really? Who is it? Do you remember Len, who was like the head judge? Oh, is he the one that goes, Yeah, he's, he's like, he's really old. He's the same age, I think, as the Earth. <laughs> And it has Bruno, who's the who's the really camp Italian. So they're all in it. They're all yeah. judges. I think he's the savant. Isn't he the savant? The one that goes savant. My parents watch this show, but it's not <laughs> my all cup I remember of tea. About it. Uh, do you know? Even it's really weird. Same. Even when they're really hot, I can't. I just don't fancy someone in a spangled lycra onesie. It's just. I not find my it thing. really stressful as well because you know when they do their like behind the scenes interviews and stuff, it's like the most weird plastic beauty pageanty behavior ever they all just yeah. sound like their hands on their hips grinning at the camera even when they're not being interviewed and i actually find it quite like it's very weird and creepy i'd say it's like it just i don't get it at all it doesn't make sense it feels like children of like, the corn grew up children of the corn yeah, grew up and became definitely. dancers yeah it, like dancers are a bit like that anyway i think dancers do have to do that fake smile thing so i remember a girl i went to yeah. school with who um, always had this like incredibly plastic smile when she was dancing and I think I had the opposite when I used to play cello that apparently I looked quite murderous when I was playing my cello in the orchestra <laughs> looked like I was going to kill some people which well, is the vibe I like to give off m- anyway murderous is actually a really good segue to why dancing with the stars has ground my gears because I don't know if you have seen but they've announced all the contestants and one of them is notorious notorious killer Carol Baskin Alleged, allegedly. Yeah, I was going to say, you need to stick an alleged in there. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I got really excited because somebody shared a link saying there's new information about her ex-husband who, you know, who went missing. And I got rickrolled. I was so annoyed. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And then, yeah, it was just bloody, never going to give you up. <laughs> so, way to revive that. <laughs> so she did give him up because she killed him, allegedly allegedly she covered him with salmon paste because that's what would make 
Didn't she basically say on Tiger King, she was like, ha ha ha, you wouldn't do that to feed a body to an animal. You'd cover them in salmon paste. I know. It's like, how, how do you know that, Carol? Tell us more. <laughs> she, she's there kicking away empty cans of salmon paste. <laughs> Give us the clues on how to hide up a murder. That'd be great. But she, it's grandma guess, because I do love... Hey, cool cats and kittens. I do love Carol yeah. Baskin, but only because I, I love the concept of her. It grinds my gears because there's no real fucking celebrities on these shows. She's not famous. Until the start of this year, no fucker had heard of her. And then... um, People in Florida had heard of her, apparently. Okay. Like, people around the around the park knew of her. And the people, and people buried in the park as well. But they... Yeah. Um, and now she's on it, and it kind of... I'm just like... This idea of fake celebrity, I've never quite got on board with, which is why I was so happy that Keeping Up with the Kardashians was cancelled, or they've stopped making it, whichever one it is, I don't know, but Keeping Up with the Kardashians is done from the start of next year. I've actually never watched an episode, I can proudly say. I've seen clips online, so, I've never watched a full thing, and I, yeah. I don't begrudge people who want to make a living, however way you do it, God knows, especially with the Kardashians, if it had been all male, no one would ever have kicked up a fuss. But because they're women, mm. everyone's jumping on their high horses because they're fucking misogynist bastards. But women do seem to work for reality TV better somehow, though, don't they? Is it because women watch reality TV? I don't. But maybe it, I don't know. I don't. They do no seem idea. to dominate that field. I have no bit. idea the demographics actually, but it, the Kardashians annoy me for many other reasons than their TV show. Um, but <laughs> this whole idea of manufactured celebrity, I've never quite got on board with. So. The idea that Carol has gone from, you know, the baddie, big cat rescue to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am, I am. That being said, no matter what, you know, pedestal I'm currently shouting off, I do want to see her dance. I oh yeah, nothing more than to watch her dance because I think that's going to be. And I really hope she wears tiger print while she does it. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) What type of songs do you think she'll be dancing to? I have the tiger. Um, I was thinking, Kiss Me Tiger, Ra 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 Ra. What's that song? Do you know that one? I don't. Kiss Me Tiger. I think I'm she'll sure do that Opposites that. Attract song because that was the one where Paula Abdul danced with a cat. Uh, yeah, this is by April Stevens, apparently. Kiss, uh, Teach Me Tiger, even. She'll do The Lion's, the lion Sleeps Tonight. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. A whim, a whap, a whim. What's new, Pussycat? Oh, obviously. Do you think she'll sing? What's the one that was written about her? Mama's got some treats for you. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> Do you remember that one that Joe supposedly wrote? Although apparently didn't sing any of his songs, did he? No, someone else I did. need to rewatch that. It's been a hundred years since I watched Tiger King, so now I need to rewatch. So it, much has you know. happened since Tiger King, though. It's like the, <laughs> the world pre-Tiger King and the world post-Tiger King is like completely different places. Well, I think Tiger King came out pretty much the week of lockdown. Like, I feel like everybody watched it as their first lockdown binge. Probably, yeah. And kind of, it seemed like a little novelty at the time. Um, and now it's like I've binged everything I could possibly binge. That said, the reason I was a little bit late on the call, I've just started watching The Fall with Gillian <gasps> Anderson. I really want to watch that. I've heard it's like Line of Duty and I love Line I'm of really Duty. I'm really enjoying it. I've not seen Line of Duty, but how is it that Gillian Anderson gets sexier the older she gets? Like She's ageless. I is never she... really... She gets better, I think. She must be in her 50s by now. Probably. I mean, David Duchovny is looking a bit like ropey around the edges these days. I used to (laughs) fancy the hell out of him in X-Files. But I was like, never really, like, Scully is fine. She's kind of there. But now I'm like, 
yeah, bitch, that's the one. Like, she's hot. <laughs> and she's shagging all these younger men. It's brilliant. <laughs> so that's been tickling my pickle. I have actually got one other holiday thing I wanted to mention quickly, because I think this counts as a weird, unnatural phenomenon anyway. So I think I want to talk about it. You showered. it's something... Oh, yeah, that too. I showered out in the wilderness um, next to a giant fox poo. But aside from that, um, I went to the Eden Project. You know the Eden Project in Cornwall, which is like these massive domes full of plants. It's quite big. I didn't Have you know heard that. Of it? No. It's, I, I think it's been built about 20 years ago or something. And it basically is like these massive domes that have plants from around the world. And various other kind of zooish attractions. To kind of, they've got like um, a zip wire and things to try. Apparently, the, the Europe's biggest zip wire or something, but we didn't get to go on it because COVID meant that half it was closed. Anyway, the thing that I wanted to talk about was in the rainforest dome. We were pretty much alone, me and my friend Tams, and very few people there. And there were these weird little birds that we just saw running around amongst we also saw some little lizards which we were kind of shocked by but these little green birds that had really small heads um they're like grouse or partridges or something um and one of them was near us eating a little bit of fallen banana and we were kind of like really close to them like like pigeons really close to them and like almost able to pet them then suddenly there were about 15 of them around us they all just froze at exactly the same time for about two minutes and didn't move they just stared and froze and chirped for about two minutes it was so odd and then some other people came from around the corner and they were like have the birds frozen where you are too um and so obviously and then suddenly they just all came back to life and walked off it was really odd it was like they'd gone into a trance um and like i've googled this bird they're called the ruru rao raos um I think they're an African partridge, and there's nothing I can find about why they freeze in groups. But it was really creepy. I filmed it on my Instagram. Um, all we could think was that perhaps, like, maybe they could detect something that we couldn't that was happening. But I mean, the apocalypse of 2020 is coming. So, was it a boring story, or would you be freaked out too if you saw a load of birds freeze for no reason? Would you try and eat them? I'm not going to say it's boring I'm, I'm gonna think it but i'm not gonna say it. it's um <laughs> i have a more i have a morbid <laughs> fear of birds birds and and monkeys because i think the monkeys will rip my face off and the birds will mm. will uh peck out my throat <laughs> well these birds were very small so the chance of them pecking out your throats and they wouldn't have they'd have had to like climb on top of each other or something to get to your throat or you would have had to be on the floor so i think you're okay with that but um they were weird. So let's see <laughs> if I can make a great segue from weird birds into one of the awesome... There's so many good news stories this week as well. Well, two weeks, because so... we've been waiting for your re- return with, with baited breasts. <laughs> My... <laughs> uh, Shall we just go to Dildo Corner, as usual? Dildo Move Corner, straight. my favourite corner. Have you seen that an artist has created a work of art... Um, made of thousands of dildos. I have not, because unlike you, I don't have news alerts for the word <laughs> dildo. I do now, yeah. Um, I want you to try and guess which celebrity the, the picture might be of. That he's that made out of dildos? Created. Yeah. Um, can thousands I ask, actually, of sex can we... toys. Give me, give me five questions to get the answer. So, are they male yes 
Um, Apparently, 2020 sex toys were used. Are they younger than me? No. Are they a political figure? Yes. Are they president? Yay! I got it in four. Is it Donald Trump? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Using hashtag hashtag dildo Don, you can see a picture of, (laughs) yes, this artwork that measures 12 by 20 feet. Um, And I think it was a Kickstarter fundraiser that paid for it. But it's quite 12 impressive. by 20 feet. They do say the size of your feet matches <laughs> the size of your dignity. So on the subject of dicks, I also saw that there was a lady nice. who complained because she believes she was sold a human penis um, by a restaurant or, or a butcher's. Oh, what's, how could she tell? Why um. So I've seen the picture, and it does look a lot like a penis. Wait, what did she think she was buying? What what did she think Um, she was buying? She thought she was buying turkey. (laughs) A turkey penis, (laughs) or just like a turkey breast? I don't think she was aiming for a turkey penis. I don't think she was planning on um, creating some sort of voodoo ritual with it. Um, But no, she... Now I'm wondering if turkeys have penises. Apparently... Okay, so spoiler alert, it's not actually a penis. It wasn't. It looks a lot like one. It's actually a pork tail. Um, but that's not what she purchased, either way. So she was right to be concerned, because a coroner had to check it in case it was, in fact, a penis. Um, but they determined it was pork instead of turkey. So, and it's mm. making me feel a bit sick looking at the pictures of it. Have you ever eaten anything that resembles a penis (laughs) i don't know where i'm going with this yes is the short answer i've never chewed but i mean have you ever eaten anything that resembles a penis that isn't a penis (laughs) oh um yes of course i have i'm saying of course i have like it's the most normal thing in the world (laughs) (laughs) well i remember for our birthday one year at university one of our friends made a chocolate penis cake with squirty cream in the middle Oh, out. I remember that. I was there for that. I That's remember good, that. I remember that. So I definitely have eaten something. There you go. So we're just the same as this lady anyway, really. So <laughs> have you got any gear grinding stories to add on the penis subject before I move on to another favourite topic? That's a pretty niche subject to have <laughs> to have penis. <laughs> I don't really know. It's... I'm going to start. This is the game today, right? I'm going to start like telling you half of the story and you have to guess like the first the last bit of it right okay so what do you think is going to be a new halloween costume this year that i've seen introduced well oh i was gonna say trump but that won't be new that's been um i'm gonna guess probably something off tiger king (laughs) i'm gonna guess tiger who else has been big this year tiger king so this who's been in the news do you want to do um, do you want clues? Go on, give me give me a clue. What was that TV show? Give me a clue. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you a hint. It's, it's not a person specifically. It's a lot of people. It's a type of person. <gasps> is that a Karen? It is yeah! a Karen. And the mask is hideous. Like, it's, it's brilliantly hideous. I need um, to see a picture of this now. Karen mask for Halloween. Let's Google it. It depicts an angry white woman with red eyes and a flushed face, an open <laughs> mouth, 
and a familiar looking blonde haircut. The most notable thing is the haircut because the face is quite like zombie like almost and the teeth are like all rotten and stuff. Oh um, my god, that's terrifying. Isn't it? That looks like me. It looks when like I'm a prop over. from a movie or something. <laughs> it's quite good though, isn't it? I think though they didn't right. even need to make it scary. I think it would have been funnier if it just had like a quotation bubble saying, I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> or if it came with like a little, like you press it and it says it, you know, like a little button that you could press. Mind you, you could just say it yourself, I suppose, can you? You could yeah. just buy the wig. That's all you need. The wig is all you need, really. That, that I want to be a Karen true. for Halloween now. I kind of do. What so. are you going to go for for Halloween this year? Well, is Halloween a thing this year? Because... No one's going to leave the house and go trick-or-treating, are they? I think we should make sure it's a thing, because that's really depressing if nobody gets cost. I love dressing up for Halloween. Well, my, my, so much fun. My normal go-to costume is Alex from A Clockwork Orange. I love that costume. Yeah, he's good. Um, I do have a few. I've got uh, I've got a Shaggy costume from Scooby-Doo. I've got Where's <laughs> Wally or Where's Waldo for our American friends. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Last year, I was in a relationship, so I went as a couple. We went. We did oh. a couple's costume. My boyfriend at the time was David from Shit's Creek, and I was Moira. Oh. So that was. I mean, I've never ex- seen Shit's Creek, so I wouldn't oh. get it. But you um, would love. I'm sure it's You great. would love Moira, and honestly, she's like you <laughs> in in thirty years' time. I. I'm scared to find out what that means. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll check well, it out. That's you in 30 years' time, and that Karen mask is me in 30 years' time. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> so I've never done a couple's costume, but I have this like burning desire to one day do Uncle Fester and um, Debbie from yeah from Family Values. Yeah, I think that'd be so fun because I I love her. She's like potentially, I potentially love her more than the actual Adams family. I think you should go as Fester, like, though. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I kind of look like Fester anyway. So I've got the smudged black eye makeup down to a T. Um, yeah, maybe, because Ricardo does like to cross dress too. So maybe, like, he's not been up for the idea of going as Fester. So maybe if I say you can be Debbie, that might sell it to him. Yeah. Or you could go as um, <laughs> the kids when, is it Wednesday in Pugsley? I always think Wednesday's a bit of a lazy costume for girls because everybody has that bloody dress hanging up somewhere in the wardrobe. I've got like four of them, I'm sure. <laughs> and like, for Pugsley's just a stripy t-shirt. That's it, really, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, I do love the Adams Family. They're great. Like, um, everyone's always looking for their Gomez, aren't they, at the end of the day? I, I guess. Although, I, if someone constantly kissed me up and down my arm, I think it'd start to do my nut in a little bit. I don't know. I think it'd be quite fun to be you potentially adored. It really depends if you fancy the person or not. Because if you don't, it's awful. <laughs> I've just realised they're super. You, you can't go as Wednesday either because Halloween's on a Saturday this year. Ah! <laughs> I just went there. Good one. I just went there. Well done, you. <laughs> Congratulations. We just right. lost like Next. ten listeners just from that one joke. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Um, what is the stupidest thing that has caused a fire this week? Oh, I know this. And I know this because I've just posted three things on Instagram. 
of Lord of the Rings characters oh. looking at various fires and guessing whether it's a girl or a boy. It's going to be this California. This annoys me anyway. What? Like, doesn't it annoy you anyway? Like, I don't understand why people get so hung up on which gender their babies. Because be. new parents are absolutely intolerable. Your friends <laughs> yes. go from your friends to like Mother Earth in the space of. Do you know, there's there's a great <laughs> song about this by Garfunkel and Oates, who are. Uh, uh, this female duo from America who do comedy songs and they do this song called Pregnant Women Are Smug and it's fucking brilliant. Um, and it, it's literally about how someone goes from being completely normal to thinking that they're like the queen of all of us just because they're now having a child. And childbirth's mm. a wonderful thing, don't get me wrong, but don't change your entire personality because of it, please. What are we talking about again? Oh yeah, the fucking Halloween, uh, the um, gender reveal parties. They're so, so annoying. So dumb. Um, and they are... I just... We never had this type of shit when we were kids. Like No, but the idea of gender, I find ridiculous anyway. It's a social yeah, construct. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. And I am non-binary. So the idea of gender reveal, because the thing is, what are you revealing? You're revealing biology. That's It should be a biology You're reveal. You're revealing whether they have a dick or not. Because the child Which will is kind decide of their own gender when they want to, yeah. when they're ready. Don't decide for them I mean, isn't it with kind a of fucking get... fire. Isn't it kind of weird to celebrate whether your baby has a penis or not? Like, in itself, it's like... Yeah. I just find that weird. It's like, dick or no dick party. The crazy thing was, this the story this week about the, the gender reveal party isn't the first time these parties have caused a fire. Ugh. So there's been quite a few of them in the past that have caused, like, massive, like, deforestation just through... People, because apparently people use powder a lot in these parties, um, and then it it um, it does it. Someone died. Uh, they built a contraption that was going to re- release powder up, but they put it on a metal base, and when it did, the metal shattered, and the grandmother oh. of the uh, oh my of god them got sharded and died. Absolute idiots. Oh. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous like there's so much shit around babies that i don't understand but if mind you if i could throw a party for my cat more often i'd be up for that because he deserves it a cat reveal party cat reveal party (laughs) is he a cat or is he a different type of cat Ooh. um he's a fluffy cat is what he is talking about stupid people on the internet which i know is what we basically do I saw a particularly annoying woman um, this week on one of the Facebook groups I'm in. I'm in various groups that moan about men because, you know, why not? Um, and she she either had taken a comment someone had made and made a really weird logic jump. It was apparently on a post about... Um, shit, what's his name? Idris Elba. Yeah. Um and saying how great he was and she had commented haven't you forgotten that he molested a child in some movie did he what or he did something horrific to a child in in a movie as a character in a movie and somebody then commented oh i love that film and she had got upset that people were praising idris elba for portraying either a, a child molester or a child abuser um so i can only guess like the two things i, could, I couldn't decide if she was cross that somebody had enjoyed a movie that had dark subject matter 
or what seemed to be more likely was that she couldn't separate that an actor acting in a film was different to them doing it in real life. Yeah, I it mean, was that's... very strange. Well, she, but then she'd announced it to a group that she like. She was like, "Can you believe somebody said this?" And it's like, "Yeah." I kind of get the argument about separating art from the artist. So if someone's done something in real life. It's quite difficult if it's negative it's quite difficult to then willingly watch them on screen and just accept them and forget about what they've mm. done this is slightly different though this is one just playing a part i don't know anything really about idris Elba in real life other than right. he's absolutely fucking gorgeous but um yeah so i don't if, whether he's a good guy or a bad guy i don't know but um i don't believe that, that, that he is a bad guy i don't think anything's come up that says he is particularly <sighs> but then... i hope he's not he's so hot Oh. Yeah, he's very hot. I watched a really weird film with him the other day that um, came up on my Netflix. What was it called? Um, it was called... Let me just find the details. I'm trying to find this movie and it just doesn't I, seem to exist. I see these podcasts. As you know that bit in, in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the Gene Wilder version, where they're going through the tunnel on the river, on the boat. Mm. I see this podcast as that. Like, you're Willy Wonka looking scary as is anything and really creepy and just leading me down this magical journey into a tunnel and i don't know if i'm going to come out alive but i'm following you willingly with a promise of chocolate at the end i'm starting to think i've like fantasized this whole character i swear it was him in this movie i'm looking at the cast list and there is nobody that even vaguely looks like him listed in the cast yeah uh, this came out in 2010, which was a bit before he was famous, right? I've now completely forgotten who we're talking about. Oh, do you know what? I'm getting films confused. That's why. Right, hold on. That's what... <laughs> I was, like, having this moment of, like, am I, like, completely wrong and it wasn't Idris Elba? But it was called Prom Night. Prom Night? was. Co- yeah, Colin okay, Farrell. he was in that. Thank fucking... <laughs> No, this is a terrible movie. Right, basically, I watched back to, or back to back two shitty horror movies um, from around the same time, and got confused because they both involved belligerent detectives. Um, and he was the belligerent detective in Prom Night, which is a film that nobody remembers. I've seen um, Prom Night, and I don't think in with Brittany Snow. Yeah, she plays the because this was a uh, Jamie Lee Curtis film originally. Nope. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I think it was a remake. It's it's the the remake was terrible. It's the one where it's their pro night, but there's someone who years ago I think killed her family and is now back yeah. for her. Yeah. So I actually saw it in the cinema and then forgot I'd seen it and rewatched it. And it was only when I was about three quarters of the way through I was like, I I remember this kind of vaguely. Um. But yeah, I was surprised he was in it because it's quite a rubbish film, and he's obviously I... a bit. Too good for that type of shit these days. I've no idea what we were talking about to lead us here. <laughs> so I watched another film called Devil, which he's not in, which is why I was getting confused because when I was googling the cast, I was like, "Devil's the one in the I... lift, isn't it?" I've seen that. Yeah, exactly. Which I call... it, it, when I say crap movies, it's actually quite good that one I think compared. But again, about twenty minutes in, I was like, "I remember this." I don't remember who the devil is, but I remember I've seen it. Have you seen Circle on Netflix? No. So n- I am looking for not the good circle, but circle. Right. Um, and it's brilliant. I'm not going to tell you anything about it because I don't want to spoil it. It's about 90 minutes long, and it's kind of a thriller. It's not really horror, but it's a thrillery type thing, and it's brilliant. And it's all set in in one okay. room. 
Okay, have you seen Bloody Peanut Butter Falcon yet? No, I need to. I need to. I knew we'd come (laughs) to this and I'd have to... I'd have to, at some point, I'm just going to make up that I have and just be like, yeah, that's really great. And then you'll say something that completely spoils it for me. And I'd be like, God damn you, Anna. (laughs) Okay, right. So hold on. We were talking about, let's see, let's refer back to my handy document and see if we can work out what it was. I love that you prep this. You should have a clipboard. Well, I managed to delete my whole list just before the show. So I've had to kind of try and recover it. Okay, who can you buy on Wish.com for 15 15 pounds at the moment? What is Wish.com? Oh my god, how do you not know Wish.com? It's that weird website, it's like shit eBay from China that promotes, okay, you're not on Facebook that much, I guess, but it advertises, it's, it's strategy for advertising is to show pictures of like ambiguous products that make no sense, like things that look like dildos or at the moment it's showing a screaming female head that you can buy. Nice. Um very strict like these weird pictures pop up just mostly so that you go what is this click on it and it takes you to the site and it's been doing it for a couple years now and i have bought quite a few things from there and they are mostly quite crap quality not as good but you know like it's only very cheap stuff it's a couple of quid but anyway um one of the weirdest adverts that's come up from wish.com in the past week or so has featured a person for sale for 15 pounds um, do you want to do the five guess rule? Okay, so are they male? Yes. Are they um, younger than me? No. So they're older than me. Are they political? Yes. We've already done Trump. I don't think you do Trump again. Yeah, it's not. It's not Trump. Are they alive or dead? Dead. A dead political figure. Are they British? No. So that's your five questions. Now I've got to guess. Yep. Dead political figure. They're not British, so they could be American. Um, they could be. Do you want a hint? Do yeah, go on. Moustache. South Park. So- oh, no. <laughs> I did I not get it from... He did not get it from moustache. I was going a completely different route when he said moustache. But when you got, when you said South Park, that completely brought me back to it. Please don't tell me it's Saddam. Saddam is for sale on Wish.com for £15 this oh, week. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you tempted? Do you think that's a bargain? No, the devil may well be tempted, um, but I'm not. <laughs> no, I think... The devil got sick of him being an asshole and chucked him into... Didn't he kill him at the end of the South Park movie? I think so, After, because the devil has an amazing song in the South Park movie called Up There. I want to live up there. <laughs> yeah. And then, then they've got the hanging people doing the backing, doing the backing vocals. <laughs> like, I had the cassette of the soundtrack to that movie and I played it on loop going to school and back. So I think I know like every song off by heart. Um, my, I think one of my favourites is What Would Brian Boitano Do? How and this speech about of me It has stunted my vocabulary <laughs> Love it. My my favourite one is um, Mine's um, I'm super. Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, that's. I think that's in an episode beforehand as oh, well, is it? isn't it? I think. I don't, big gay owl. I think that they did that. I think that's in Big Gay Owl's Big Gay Boat Ride from an earlier season, but 
Um, yeah, anyway, going back to Saddam Hussein. Um, bemused internet shoppers had to do a double take after apparently being offered the chance to purchase the former Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein for the bargain price of £15. The Wish store has been pushing the unusual sale heavily today, with hundreds of people reporting seeing an advert for the deceased leader on their social media feeds. A dishevelled, bearded post-invasion Saddam is conspicuously being listed for sale alongside Lego sets, Animal Crossing dolls and raincoats. <laughs> Unfortunately for bargain hunters, the unprecedented interest had already pushed the price up of the long-serving president to £22 by mid-morning, <laughs> after more than 10 were sold. £7 more. <laughs> I'm really curious, like, what they're going to receive, because it's... Is it's, that a picture? Is that a doll? Is What is it? It's a, it's a photo of him with his beard. So, yeah, post-bunker, I believe. Um, It doesn't explain what you actually get. Oh, hold on. The advert is, in fact, a listing for a fine art print of Saddam in two different sizes. Wow. What would you do with that? Oh, actually, this reminds me of something. When I was a kid, uh, my grandpa had a framed portrait of himself up from when he was younger and in in the RAF. And he proudly asked, like, four-year-old me, do you know who that is about this portrait of him that's framed on the wall? And I said it was Saddam Hussein because <laughs> he had a very, very majestic moustache. <laughs> I was Amazing. very young and I'm sure your anybody in vaguely military. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my parents thought it was hilarious. Another thing that's happened to me this week is my parents, while I was away on holiday, have they're moving house and they've dumped all of my stuff that I have at their house um, from from the attic, from the spare room, because I had a bedroom there. And they've just put it all into my lounge. Um, so I've got like a mountain of old school textbooks and things, which I've been going through. Really cringy emo poems I wrote, um, old soft toys and things. I've got my old Furby. Um <laughs> So yeah, it's like nostalgia central. Apparently, in my lounge old at the Furbies can be quite valuable, but I've, I I hate that when Mine's parents like, do that. You're... When you've like got no space, yeah. like if you've got your own house, great. But if you're in a tiny flat, there's nowhere to put that shit. Well, the problem is that I like collecting stuff anyway, so my flat is already over the limit of stuff it can fit into it. So there's nowhere aside from give it away or throw it out that I can do with the stuff that I've been given really. Um, and my cat also has a habit of um, when things get too messy, he likes to piss on nice. things. So I'm quite concerned he's going to piss on all my like five year old artworks and you know, like from when I was five or whatever. I, I a birthday the card there from my nana. Um, yeah, exactly. Just piss and gets rid of stuff, right? Like that's how you get rid of stuff. You piss on it and someone throws it out. And that's it. Um, I've got a birthday card from my nana from the year I was born, and Aww. I really don't want the cat to piss on it, you know. <laughs> Well, she's got to go somewhere. <laughs> right, next news story, hey? Yeah, well, God, we're getting um, through them today. How, how did an 80-year-old man blow up his kitchen this week? Um, was it inflatable? <laughs> <laughs> Ba-boom, and we lost another well, 10 viewers. But, <laughs> or listeners, no hopefully no viewers. Um, was he trying to cook something? Kind of. Are we doing the five guess thing again? Yeah. That's your first guess. So was he trying to I cook mean, something kind of... Well, you either are or you aren't. I mean, he was trying to heat something up to the point 
yeah, of changing its form, I guess. Who... Jesus Christ. <laughs> um... <laughs> what happened to me with the ducklings? He was trying to electrocute something. So he was trying to electrocute... Was the thing he was trying to electrocute a living thing? Yes. Was it a person? <laughs> I mean, if it was, then him blowing up his kitchen would be the sideline to the story, wouldn't it? No, right, it's so... not a person. Unfortunately, slightly lower down the food chain. So it was an animal. Was it a pet? No, lower down. Well, it might have been a pet if it was very weird, but I don't think so. So it's an animal in his house that's not a pet. So it must be like a bug or something. So he's tried to electrocute a bug and he's blown up his house. Am I right? So a pensioner blew up his own kitchen while trying to kill a fly with an electric bug zapper. The man ate, he was trying to reach the buzzing insect, but he hadn't planned for the fact the gas was leaking into the property. So when he waved the bug zapper, which looked like a tennis racket, um, and is designed to burn the flies when they come into contact. Instead of swatting the fly, the hot instrument ignited the gas and the kitchen and part of the roof was destroyed. But the man escaped serious injury by diving on the floor, which I'm quite impressed by for an 80-year-old man. You know, to dive on the floor and come out relatively unharmed is... Like, he must have been, like, James Bond in a former life or something. I'm literally... James Bond probably wouldn't explode his kitchen. I've just Googled this, this story... And the article I'm reading is from the Metro, and the very last sign is, it's not known whether the fly survived the blast. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, this story did kind of remind me of you, because I can imagine that if you had a spider in the house, you'd probably just be like, fuck it, the house can burn. I don't... Like, as long as it gets rid of the spider. So I don't kill bugs anymore. I catch them, like with spiders, I catch them in glasses, and it's all because of Shakespeare... So there's a line in the play Measure for Measure, right? Right. And it's, um, and the poor beetle in corporal sufferance, oh, sorry, and the poor beetle that we tread upon in corporal sufferance finds the pang as great as when a giant dies, which means that if you step on a, a beetle, it doesn't matter that it's tiny, it, f- it feels as much pain as, uh, as a giant does when they die. And that's stuck with me ever since. And so... Well, any animal feels the same amount of pain. Yeah. Um, and it's stuck with me ever since. So I haven't killed an insect, like, knowingly, in decades. Well, at least a decade, years. And um, so I catch I them. trod on a snail the other day. <sighs> you didn't mean to, though, I, I imagine. Or were you oh, God, just no. being malevolent? I was... Now I was just wandering around this bloody eco-farm and I trod on a <laughs> bloody snail. Of all the places for me to kill an animal, it had to be on like a hippie commune, didn't it? Well, it's got to be balance. Like... Balance that are... <laughs> The hippies give and they take it away. Right, we've got another story, <laughs> which actually links into animal death quite well. Um, there is <laughs> a nice mu- museum... <laughs> There's a museum that's opened that um, serves drinks. That So basically it's the Disgusting Food Museum or something, I believe. Um they have now opened a bar where you can get disgusting drinks. Um, one of the exhibits is served out of an animal. Do you want to guess how? Or what type of drink it well, is? Or With food. I've, I've a th- I can't abide weird stuff with food. I can't stand sex stuff with food. Weird. <laughs> I, I don't know why it just knocks so like... me sick. So... So what about I like I don't drizzling want honey on your think boo? About... No, that's no good. No, honey on my honey. 
No, he just doesn't. Yeah, honey on your honey. No, it's because it's... Ugh. I don't even like See, melted cheese that, on so. stuff because it's really... It gets to me. I can eat a pizza just about. You need but... a bath afterwards. But, um, yeah. So, this is going to make you feel really good about yourself then. I mean, this is not sexual. I'm going to throw it out there. But it is disgusting. So... This disgusting food museum. I'll give you an idea of some of the other things they serve. Um, spit fermented wine, liqueur that was fermented in prison toilets, and a drink made of children's feces. Are some of the other drinks that you can get from this. I believe it's in Malmo in Sweden. Um, this museum. Why the fuck are people buying that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'd like, I'd like to think that I would be intrigued to try things, but I don't think I need to try shit wine baby shit wine that doesn't sound like i, th- I can live without that, is um, that so not yeah they, deeply, one of the drinks poisonous i think i think no well i don't know people lick each other's assholes don't they <laughs> like people eat shit literally don't they so i doubt that baby baby oh, is probably less bad than geez. adult shit we've gone there you you, you went there like, I didn't go there. I was Willy Wonka there by you in that fucking tunnel. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's my new favourite expression. Willy Wonka into the tunnel. <laughs> 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 Come oh, with me and you'll see a, a world of licking anus shit bag. <laughs> oh, the world used to be such a magical place and now it's dark and grey. <laughs> Anyway, so what dead animal can people drink Scottish brew out of? <laughs> a squirrel. You googled it. <gasps> Did I just guess that a squirrel? Yes. Yeah, no squirrel. way was it a squirrel. Seem... <laughs> How small is a squirrel's mouth? Like you can't even get a shot out of a squirrel's mouth, surely. Although it does well, feel like an expression. It, Drinking they? beer out of a squirrel's mouth. Sorry. We're gonna try it. Now, now we have I... to. If you're saying that we can't do it. I mean, I don't. I, I'd quite like to go to Sweden. I'd quite like to go anywhere at the moment. That's my feeling. But um, I'd quite like to go to Sweden. But I don't know how I feel. Like taxidermy really concerns me because unless you do it very, very correct, there's a lot of incredibly horrible poisonous things that come on dead animals. You know, like they get these weird molds if you don't like mummify them correctly or whatever. So um, I don't know. I think yeah. I need a bit of I, I'd need a bit of poo weird. wine to get me in the mood before I could have some squirrel beer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I guessed um, squirrel. That... I'm really pleased with myself <laughs> right now. I think right on the subject vaguely of horrible stuff involving animals, kind of. I... Did you look at the link I sent you? Because this is something that traumatised me yesterday, um, and I... it's just never really occurred to me before. But I mean. No, what what Pokemon, link? right? I sent you a link in our little personal chat. I don't think you ever read them, do you? When I send you shit, you just go, "Oh, Anna's sending me some shit again." Um, but Pokemon. Which Pokemon do you find most sexually attractive? I the correct answer is none of you, them. I I just don't animals. know where to go with that. But I don't. <laughs> I mean, that is the correct answer. But I also don't really know any Pokemon. Well, you know, I'm sure you know Pikachu, the little yellow mouse thing. Um, yeah. Put it this way, none of them look very human, and generally I like people. But, you know, preferably male people, but 
people is a requirement. I guess the only thing, like, I know a lot of people had a crush on the Beast from Beauty and the Beast when we were kids. That was quite a common one. What? Didn't, didn't you? No, I... Didn't, I thought you had. No, I most, I don't get the idea of um, cartoon animals. I, it's always passed me by, because someone I was at university with always said to me she had a crush on the fox from Robin Hood. I remember someone saying that too. Is it someone called Dawn? <laughs> no, it was someone else actually. Um, oh. oh, okay. Sorry, Dawn. I just defamed you. I know. T- Sue her, Dawn. <laughs> Sue her. Get her, Dawn. But no, Sue- and I was just <laughs> like, that's never even occurred to me. Well, I think that I was like, I don't know. I don't think I was, I don't think it was a sexual thing, but I think I kind of was in love with Simba. Like, because he had child. a cute little kid's voice and stuff, didn't he? But, yeah, but kids <laughs> that doesn't make out. it better. Jeez. I mean, when you're a kid, you fancy kids, don't you? Please, please like, get her. Get you don't her. fancy adults, hopefully. Yeah, right. Okay. The the cartoon animated t- uh, lion is the one that's going to... Anyway, let's this, go back to this, this other person who's weird. Turn. Let's talk about someone else that's crazy. <laughs> this needs to um, be edited some out. Some guy... <laughs> this whole topic needs to be edited out. There's a guy that shared a picture of... Like, he was basically working out which Pokemon would be the best in bed. He seemed to have really put some thought into it. Um, and he came up with... I believe it's an evolution of Eevee called Vaporeon. Which is like a, a water-dwelling Pokemon. Um, he said it's it's the most compatible for humans. Um, not only are they in the field egg group, which is mostly comprised of mammals, Vaporeon are an average of three feet three tall and 63 pounds which means they're large enough to be able to handle human dicks and with their impressive base stats from for hp and access to acid armor you can be rough with one he's really thought this through due to their mostly water-based biology there's no doubt in my mind that an aroused vaporian would be incredibly wet so wet that you could easily have sex with one for hours without getting sore They've got moves like attract, baby doll eyes, captivate, charm, and tail whip, along with not having fur to hide their nipples, so it'd be incredibly easy for one to get you in the mood. With their abilities, water absorb and hydration, they can easily recover from fatigue with enough water. No other Pokemon comes close with this level of compatibility. Now, this is my favourite bit, because he's obviously done like a bit of a... Um, scientific breakdown of the best possible sex mate um, but he said also fun fact if you pull out enough you can make your Vaporeon turn white and I really can't understand how that is a fun fact by any definition like I don't imagine that Pokemon creators have at any point written into their lore that if you pull your dick out of one of their Pokemon, it turns white. So I can only imagine this man has completely fabricated it and slapped the word fact onto that. Is it weird that that's the part I was having problems with, his definition of the word fact? I don't think I have an opinion about any of this topic. (laughs) You're using words I've never heard of and something that I just, I can't find a way to engage with in any way, shape or form. So I'm going to let you chunner on. And then I'll tap back in <laughs> when, I, when when things start making sense again. I think I'm out. I think I'm out. I'm just massively confused how <laughs> some, like, how you can, uh, how? I'm just going to leave how as the question that's hanging here. 
I'm slightly traumatized that this is a post that somebody thought they could make on Facebook um, and not be arrested for. Well, I mean, I guess there's no laws against fantasizing about fictional creatures. It just makes you a fucking weirdo. Right, let's go on. That's like pretty much the end of my stuff. Aside from, have you seen the huge cauliflower picture that can apparently no. unravel mysteries of the world? So, the biggest photo ever, I believe, um, has been taken of a cauliflower. <laughs> okay. I, I should have professed. I should have said, "What is the, what is the biggest picture of?" Because like, have you ever taken? Is that a cauliflower? cauliflower? It is a cauliflower. Uh, like I have not. Um, I did. <laughs> I I did. I've done ones of broccoli, and I didn't want to cheat on it. <laughs> you didn't want them to catch the pictures of the cauliflower. Yeah, so. I keep the the broccoli ones in my wallet. So basically, scientists have taken the largest digital photograph ever, and it happens to be of a Romanesco cauliflower in all its fractal fra- fractal glory. I can't even say the word. Um, but they're saying that the technology they've used for this photograph could allow them to see amazingly deep in space type thing um which begs the question of why they decided to test this on a cauliflower but hey well cauliflowers need to have their chance at some point yeah next cauliflower top model and at that <laughs> point i'm out of news stories i believe I, well, i've covered all my we, we st- i mean news stories in the lutest sense we started well <laughs> and then went to port pokemon and that's where that's where we lost it <laughs> but you've and that's you finished. Just... <laughs> you finished strongly by saying that cauliflower holds the, the the key to the secrets of the universe. So that's a positive thing to to leave our <laughs> listeners on. I reckon. Does that make you want to eat more or less cauliflower? I don't like cauliflower, and cauliflower cheese is the worst. Oh, I love cauliflower cheese. Mm, I could just do with some cauliflower cheese. It's disgusting. And on that note. <laughs> Keep on scrolling, <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. Keep on cauliflowering all. And don't, <laughs> don't forget to eat your cauliflower. Don't forget to eat your white greens. Uh, and no- <laughs> I just can't. Bye. <laughs>